the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, Bill Bunkley here. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on a Thursday, January the 31st. And if you can believe it, this month is about to wrap up. February's uh, on the way in, including Super Bowl Sunday. So we are one-twelfth of the way through 2019. That seems uh, kind of uh, uh, weird to me, happening pretty quickly. The other thing is, when I think about the fact that we're in 2019, uh, I was uh, born in the mid-50s, and I, whenever I was studying history, I know Teddy Roosevelt was in here with his Rough Riders in 1898, then we had uh, the new century rollover, and uh, when I was just studying history, and even today, you know, 1902, 1908, 1912, 1918, you know, just very easy. Is there anybody out there who's like me that you kind of snap your fingers and you go, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What happened to the year 2000? You know, when everything was supposed to end? We're 19 years into the new century. That is just whenever, you know, whenever I stop to think about it, it's like it kind of blows my mind a little bit only because one of one of my sins has just been too busy, too preoccupied with stuff with all of what I do. And I can be, you know, boom, 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 boom throughout the day and not even realize the day you know, zoomed on by. I remember when I was in grade school, sometimes it was like it was like I could see the arm of the clock not moving. It took so long for just 8.30 to 2.30 or 3.30 or 3, I should say. Uh, but boy, now things are really moving through. Well, phone lines are going to be open today as they always are, 877-943-9673. Toll-free, 877-943-9673. Want to tell you that this should be the last cold day, uh, at least for a handful of days. We'll be warming up tomorrow through the weekend. I think we have seven or eight days of somewhat moderate temperatures, and then we're going to have another uh, 
a cool spell. So uh, might be your opportunity to get out and about this weekend and uh, do some things outside. Uh, you might not get that chance for a while, but boy, I tell you what, just continuing to hear the stories, the testimonies from uh, up what seventy-five percent of America who's been dealing with these absolutely incredible, incredible polar vortex conditions, and, and you know pipes break, um, lines snap. There's just so many things that uh, that can go on. And just imagine if uh, you lost power in your neighborhood. That's why the Northern Electric Companies have been pleading with their customers to please turn those thermostats up because if everybody turns that thermostat up, their system is not drawing as much electricity, and it takes a little bit of pressure off of the entire grid. But we continue to keep uh, those folks um, in our prayers and uh, that, to me, that still remains one of the top stories in the nation. Well, today's program, we're going to be um, talking about a few things. I tell you what, I don't know how we're going to get any kind of agreement between President Trump and Speaker Pelosi. They were at it again today. We'll touch on that. We also have uh, the showdown in Venezuela with the uh, corrupt mafia-style Maduro and the uh, opposition leader that's being recognized by the United States and many others. What is it, a thousand percent inflation? Boy, you, you talk about a country that just years ago, before the socialists took over, and let me repeat that, socialists. Can I say it again? Socialist. Can I say socialism? If our young people want to have uh, a clear education uh, about the ultimate uh, result of socialism, as called for by the radical left, uh, the uh, you know teachers are probably not going to do it, but they really need to do a study on socialism uh, in Venezuela because it has destroyed that country. Caracas used to be just a beautiful city. And now uh, the military uh, is in control, and whichever side the military is on, that's going to be the ruling power. And so they are aligned with uh, what has been described as the Mafia Madero. And what, what that's all about is, is graft and corruption, and it has been so bad that even though there have been um, – Uh, sources who have been trying to negotiate with the Venezuelan military, offering them amnesty, offering them the fact that no one will be prosecuted because the top generals, lieutenants, I mean to tell you, there's corruption all over the place, all over the place. And they're afraid to not side with the dictator because they're afraid that they will go to jail. Some of them may even lose their life. Who knows? But they're trying to cut a deal with them where that wouldn't happen. So we've got those things happening. We've got uh, some news that I bring you up to speed because it's just breaking right now about uh, trade talks directly uh, between uh, the Chinese president and our president. We'll see what that's all about here in a moment. Now, more locally... (coughs) 
Governor DeSantis was uh, visiting Baker High School in Cape Coral a few hours ago. And um, some of you are probably well aware of the national as well as the Florida battle over education uh, uh, principles, methods of teaching, and common core is probably something that if you're a conservative, uh, most of our conservative audience uh, is none too, too, none too supportive of Common Core. Uh, but uh, so uh, our governor, uh, keep in mind the president does not um, support Common Core. Neither does our governor. And uh, he is going to be signed. He being Governor Ron DeSantis is going to sign an executive order to eliminate Common Core. We'll have that story for you here as well. On today's program, some more topics that I think will be of interest to you. The Virginia governor shockingly supports infanticide. Supports infanticide. We'll talk about that. And astonishingly, The Virginia lawmaker says she's apologizing to her constituents about the bill she was running that could take a baby's life all the way up to the moment before birth. And, oh, by the way, could be mental health issues. And, oh, by the way, three doctors would not have to agree, only one. And, oh, by the way, late-term abortions could only be done in a hospital. It could be done in abortion clinics like Planned Parenthood. And guess what? Just, uh, Just hours ago, she said, I'm so sorry. I did not know what was in the bill. Wow. I can just tell you from my expertise in Tallahassee, that that dog wouldn't hunt down here. I mean, it just wouldn't hunt. I got to tell you, whether you're for or against those type of bills, There's no other pieces of legislation that the pre-briefing before a committee meeting where you're going to have to know what's in a bill and defend it or go after it if you're opposed to it. That just doesn't happen. So (laughs) we'll talk about that. And uh, Florida's medical marijuana users. You know, you had some encouragement from Governor DeSantis about uh, lighting up. Well, guess what? Florida medical marijuana users may not be soon lighting up after all. We'll tell you what that's all about. A little hint, there's a legislature that the governor has to deal with. Um, Also, right here, uh, very local at home, uh, the city of Tampa's ban on gay conversion therapy has been temporarily blocked by a federal judge. So we'll get you up to date with that as well. Now, we have... um, Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Reminds you that uh, I'm in another generous mood today. We have another copy of the Tony Dungy book, The Soul of a Team. Now, why is today important? This is the very last free autographed and signed book by tony dungy that we will be giving away this will exhaust my supply so um if you really want it and know you have to come by and pick it up in the west shore area or have a friend pick it up uh, we're not particular just tell us who's picking it up 
We'll tell you when you can call in and when you can be part of the program. Well, um, let me give you a quick market update this afternoon, and that is uh, markets were up substantially today. Uh, Well, not substantially today, but they were holding their gains after yesterday when the Federal Reserve decided to get out of the way. So after that 400-point run-up with the Dow Jones Industrials yesterday, they're off by a mere 15 point one nine points closing at twenty four nine ninety nine point sixty seven however the nasdaq roaring back today tech taking a front row seat again the nasdaq was up ninety nine uh, points uh, closing out at seventy two eighty two and s p five hundred which many of you follow because of your four oh one ks and your investments s p five hundred uh, added another twenty three point oh five points Closing out at 2704.10. And uh, for those of you, um, I'll give the update when we come back. Uh, the big news was the big, uh, let me just see what's happening here. Oh, my word. Amazon is up 45.62 points. I don't know if that's after hours trading. I saw a crawl come across that it has beat expectations. It had earnings report this afternoon. We'll bring that back because that is a that is a big deal. 877-943-9673. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. This is audience participation. And so, as always, uh, maybe today you can help uh, continue the tradition from uh, old-time Tampa, old-time Sarasota, old-time Bradenton, Lakeland, Plant City, St. Petersburg, of course, and that is... A time when all of our houses had porches on the front. And about this time of the day to 6 o'clock, folks were coming home from work. And the uh, the Tampa Times, the afternoon newspaper, some of the other areas, their papers were being delivered. That's how you got the news later in the day. And uh, people were on their porches talking to one another. So we don't have any porches, but we uh, are recreating that conversation. So if you'd like to weigh in on any of our subjects, 877-943-9673. We'll start with Governor DeSantis and Executive Order Eliminating Common Core. I'll be right back. Sacrifice. When you have children, sacrifice just comes with the territory. You sacrifice a new club for a new baseball glove. You sacrifice a weekend getaway for a church missions trip. You sacrifice because you love your child and you want them to have every advantage. Let us help you lessen the sacrifice it takes to send your son or daughter to the finest Christian schools in Tampa Bay. By half, that's right. When you go to ChristianTuitions.com, you'll find half-off tuition for some of our community's most reputable faith-based schools, ranging from preschool all the way to Bible college. And you won't have to sacrifice hours in the car either. Our partner schools are located throughout the Bay Area. Chances are, there's one near you. You want the best for your child. You're willing to sacrifice. And here at Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910, we're ready to help with half-price tuition to faith-based schools. Explore your options today at ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. You own a local business, and your national competition is eating your lunch. But you can beat them with our digital marketing experts. We're Salem Surround. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. There are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. 
total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Sunday mornings at 7.30. Don't miss the crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But not only that, he gives us life. He gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The Crucified Message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 7.30 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Buckley here. We're back. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. You know, we're talking about our half-price-off tuitions, and um, since we're going to also be talking about Common Core, it's a great time to uh, put those two subjects together. Now, of course, Common Core in this sort of modern teaching uh, from top to bottom was uh, eliminating the local control to some degree, in my opinion, and the opinion of many others, of local school boards, and so we're going to hear from the governor on that. But I want to tell you that if you are concerned or you have a desire to have the best education for your son or daughter, I want to tell you now's the time to take a test drive with our ChristianTuitions.com. We have a a program uh, that has been rolled out, uh, what, three or four years probably should be careful saying that because I don't can't remember exactly. But anyway, uh, we've just rolled out the program again this year, and that's right. Whatever the annual cost of a tuition for one of our fine faith-based schools is cut in half. All we have to do is um, communicate with you through our website at christiantuitions.com. We'll set up a phone call and a meeting with uh, the school of your choice, and you can see that list right on the website. And then we'll help facilitate the fact that if that's a good fit, you're going to say 50% off the tuition. So these are first come, first serve. So I keep reminding you every day, I do it once each hour, that even if you're just thinking about it, go to ChristianTuitions.com. If there's a school that you might be interested in, hey, call us, sign up, let us give you a referral, go over and take a tour, talk to the administration and uh, there's no obligation. You don't have to pay anything to go look, see, and, you know, pray about it. But uh, check it out because it is first come, first serve. And we have had folks that uh, just didn't get around to it. And by the time they did, somebody else got that half price off tuition. 877-943-9673. Let's talk about Common Core. Governor Ron DeSantis has certainly been like the ever-ready battery. He has been marching around very deliberately. He's been beating his drum very deliberately, and it has been on a variety of topics. Now, we're going to talk about one of those topics later that may not get the nod that he was hoping for from the legislature. But today, uh, yesterday, he was here in Tampa at one of our tech schools. Uh, A couple things you're going to be seeing come from the legislature this year. Um, has to do with uh, a technical vocational training. The governor was with a lad yesterday who is taking welding, 
at one of our public tech schools. He's 16 years old, Mike, and he's already been offered a job. Now, he can't go to work yet till he's 18, but I want to tell you that I have plenty of friends. They may have gone to college, but uh, and may have not, but they have gone the the service route. They have gone the specialty trades route. They own businesses, welding businesses, electrical businesses. And let me tell you, God's blessed them real fine. So the idea that everybody has to go to college, you know, by the way, uh, you've got to have, uh, you know, uh, who knows what the, the GP score has got to be to get in college these days. And then you have kids that are not ready to decide what they want to do. It's through the roof. The bills go up. And when they get out, they've got an education that, you know, maybe they go waiting tables. Nothing wrong with waiting tables, but if you if you go to four, five, six years to get a, a four-year degree and you come out and you're waiting tables because you can make more money there than what you went to school in, something's wrong with this model. So Ron DeSantis uh, today uh, was over at Baker High School in Cape Coral, and he's uh, going to be signing an executive order, imagine that, as governor, to eliminate Common Core and come up for with these different standards for Florida students one of which is what I'm talking about. Let's go to cut number one. And uh, the fact that the governor does understand Common Core has been a point of frustration and what he plans to do about it. One of the things that we would constantly hear about uh, on the campaign trail is a frustration with a lot of parents in particular with this idea of Common Core and some of the testing and some of the things that go into that. And, and it's called Florida Standards. Um, today we are doing um, an executive order um, that is going to instruct uh, Commissioner Corcoran um, to get to work uh, and come up with good standards for the state of Florida, which will include uh, eliminating Common Core and the vestiges of Common Core. And uh, the governor has been also talking with um, uh, both teachers and parents, and uh, a revamp certainly is in order. Let's listen in. Talk to teachers, talk to parents, listen to their experiences. Uh, I had a lot of parents who were very frustrated because they didn't understand some of the math and some of these things. So, look, let's just try to get this right. We want to be very high quality. Uh, we want to demand excellence, uh, but I think we want to do that in a way that's responsive to some of the concerns that we've had um, over uh, the many number of years. And so uh, the executive order uh, will require the commissioner to provide a roadmap uh, so that we have authentic uh, Florida-based uh, standards. Um, uh, he's also going to tell us how we can increase the quality of our instructional curriculum. Uh, he's going to suggest innovative ways to uh, streamline some of the testing and to make that so that it's something that is measuring success, but we're not just teaching uh, to a test. Um, and then something that's really, really important to me is um, uh, identifying ways uh, so that we can really make uh, civics education a priority in Florida. And again, that is Governor Ron DeSantis today talking about uh, the revamp of public education. Now, he's going to do this by way of executive, um, an executive order, and uh, but civic education and also something that's just got me excited. How about the teaching of the nation's history? 
How about teaching of the nation's values? How about how about the principles? How about who we were just a few years ago that made us the country that we are? Let's listen in. We reference in the executive order some of the Florida statutes, including the, the requirement for middle schoolers and the tests, and I think that's great. Um, but I think when people graduate uh, from a Florida high school, and I think some of the students here you know, are probably um, you know, very good in this regard, but I don't think it's true statewide, you, know, you really need to understand uh, what makes America the country it is. Um, you know, we're not a country that where everyone has the same religious denomination or everyone has the same ethnic heritage. What unites us or what's supposed to is the idea and certain principles that the country was founded on, that you see reflected in the Constitution, that have really been the focal points for a lot of the great debates we've had in the country's history. And I think it's important that when we're sending some of these students out, um, that they're not only prepared for a career or prepared for higher education, uh, but they're prepared to discharge the duties of citizenship. All right, and uh, coming back, we'll have more from the governor, Ron DeSantis. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. If you'd like to weigh in on Common Core, we've got uh, more of the pieces of the governor's, governor's plan through his executive order. We'll have those cuts coming up in a moment. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Stick around. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump says he's seen the reports about the racially charged attack in Chicago on Empire actor Jussie Smollett and described what happened as horrible. The president told reporters at the White House today that he saw the story the night before, and he says, quote, it just doesn't get worse as far as I'm concerned. The president says he is cautious as to whether the U.S. and China can reach a comprehensive trade agreement in time to keep a a steep tariff increase from kicking in against China in March. U.S. and Chinese negotiators opened two days of high-level talks in Washington yesterday aimed at settling a trade war that's weakened both economies. Stocks ended broadly higher on Wall Street, giving the S&P 500 index its best monthly gain since 2015. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was down by 15 points. The Nasdaq gained 98 points to wind up at 7,281. This is SRN News. Music has always been a huge part of my life. At the CMA Foundation, we believe every child should have the access and opportunity to participate in quality music programs. Music education isn't just important if you're going to make it your career. Music is transformative, and I want to ensure that it is never silenced. Learn more at itstartswithme.org. C.S. Lewis is coming to Tampa. I befriended Hugo Dyson and J.R.R. Tolkien, both Christians. Oh, these queer people were popping up on every side. Award-winning actor Max McLean portrays C.S. Lewis on stage in The Most Reluctant Convert. Oh, I was beginning to think that Christianity was quite sensible, apart from its Christianity. Theater Mania calls McLean's Lewis an uncannily spot-on performance. The Chicago Sun-Times says it's bristling, provocative, highly entertaining. The New Yorker described Lewis's fiercely considered intellect as intriguing company. And the Weekly Standard writes C.S. Lewis on stage delivers something truly novel in modern theater. A story about an immensely creative mind arriving at the threshold of faith. 
See the play The Washington Post called Hugely Moving. C.S. Lewis on stage, The Most Reluctant Convert, coming February 16th and 17th to Strass Center in Tampa. Great deals for groups. Visit cslewisonstage.com for more info. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. God gives us the ability to see reality. And here's what happens. Sin loses its appeal. We begin to be able to better discern in our relationships to other people what's going on. Another thing that happens is this, and that is we begin to place the eternal over the temporal. Things that are temporal lose the priority in your life, and things that are eternal become the priority. It affects every single thing about us because our perspective changes. And when I begin to see what he's like and what he offers, I want my heart to be pure. I listen, I want my motives to be unmixed. I want my will to be submissive. I want my life to be an expression of a living, walking likeness of the Son of God. Everything begins to change. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at InTouch.org. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. Online at Let'sTalkFaith.com a service of the Salem Media Group. There are many sounds in your daily life, ones that make you smile, (laughs) ones that help you relax. And there are some sounds that can help save lives. Wireless emergency alerts, now on many mobile devices, use a unique sound and vibration to bring you critical information about emergencies in your area. With updates from local sources you know and trust, you can be in the know wherever you are. Learn more at ready.gov alerts. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. And uh, having a discussion about uh, Common Core's removal and elimination from the state of Florida. And that's going to be a big deal. Big debate as far as restructuring the new norm in Florida when it comes to public school education. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. I would think that uh, you as a conservative might be a little excited about this if you... uh, were um, aware of the Common Core uh, debate. Well, we were talking about civic education. That is so important to me. And so the governor had some uh, follow-along comments about that. That's cut number four. Let's just listen in. And so uh, civics education was something that I that I promised during the campaign. And I think as we go to, um, you know, with rewriting and figuring out what we need to do for standards um, and moving away from things like Common Core, I think that uh, having civics education be a more central part in that um, is something that's very, very important to me. And I think, quite frankly, it'll pay dividends uh, for us far into the future because you you can prepare people for a good job. uh, But if we don't have folks that understand what it means to be an American, are passionate about being citizens, you know, that really undergirds everything else that we see, whether it's economy or all these other things. And, you know, that is so true. And uh, what's uh, an important uh, aspect that I want to share with you right now is that uh, we're informing you today, but uh, now is the time for you, if you care, to join the conversation uh, with the governor, with your elected officials. The question is, um, 
how would you like to see the curriculum moving forward? What changes would you like to see? And the governor is looking for your uh, input. This is cut number six. This is a chance uh, for us to really lead the way, uh, but it's also an opportunity for Floridians to provide input to the commissioner, and, 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 and we want to hear from you uh, because I think we want to do this right. This is not going to be something that is going to be dictated by the federal government. Uh, it's going to be something that is going to spring up from the communities here in the state of Florida. So uh, I'm here to say when, when, you, when you complained about Common Core, I hear you. I told you I'd do something about it, uh, and today we are acting to bring those promises into a reality. Now, here's the bottom line. The governor will address this uh, next up, and that is my comments a minute ago about, you know, our our youngsters that go to college, go to our state universities, and they end up taking on these philosophical degrees and subjects that, quite frankly, don't pay. And the only one that wins is the the tremendous amount of tuition that's going into states to the, the state system, uh, companies that are offering student loans. And the question is, what do we need? What do we need in terms of the workforce, and that all to have a a sort of a balancing a sort of comparison when we talk about where this system should be going? Cut number seven. And we want to have a, a nimble education system that is constantly looking, working with the community, working with businesses, responding to what some of the needs of the economy may be, uh, conscious about how the economy may be changing so that our students are always put in the best position uh, as possible uh, to succeed. I mean, things have changed a lot since when I was coming through the school system, but I think the pace of change that, that we've seen since I was a kid has been significant. But I think it's going to be much more significant going forward. I think we're in, a, in an era of, of constant upheaval, and we just need to be uh, uh, able to respond to that, and I think we will. And, you know, it's very clear that uh, in anything in life and what we deal with, it's not how you start. It's how you finish. And so the governor spoke about a program called Last Mile Completion. And then we want to also do a new program for what we're calling the last mile completion. You have some people that get pretty close to getting that degree. And then for whatever reason, I mean, things happen in life. They don't quite get over the hump. Uh, we want to provide financial incentive that if you're over 90% of the way there, uh, that we can link you up with appropriate courses so that you can get that degree um, and, and, and move on to be more productive. All right, a couple things before uh, we wrap up this discussion, and that is uh, I wanted you to hear specifically uh, some comments from the governor as it pertains to our vocational schools. They're very important, and I got to tell you that when we're in a service-oriented uh, uh, society, uh, there are some very lucrative careers. That means that families can be taken care of, uh, money can be set aside for a college education. So where do the vocational schools fit in with this new program? Absolutely. Yeah, we are. I mean, look, uh, you, you look, so we were at the, uh, at the uh, it's a technical high school in Tampa yesterday, and I was talking to a young fella who uh, is, he had, a, he had a, a cool, I mean, it's like the school logo that had welding program. So he's in the welding program. And he said he's already been offered jobs 
for welding, and he's 16. He's like, I can't take him. But what will happen is when he's a senior, once he gets to be 18, uh, he will actually be able to do the last two periods, leave school early to go work, and he'll be able to make money, and he'll have a job, uh, a full-time job waiting for him. And the interesting thing is, is even as they're giving them those requirements or giving them those opportunities, and even though this guy was in a welding program, he was also taking AP classes at the same time. So the idea that, you know, people say, oh, is this like Europe? You've got to choose vocation or that. No, you actually can do both um, and then figure out what, what opportunities are there for you and make those decisions. And so I think that's the way it needs to be. Yes, ma'am. Mm. And the last question is, uh, with Common Core, under the previous administration, was this rollout of uh, Big Brother, Big, Big Sister in the federal education program dictating uh, education around the country. Well, is there anything lasting? Because uh, sometimes when you decide not to go what the federal government has mandated you to go, where, where to go, uh, oftentimes they'll withhold funding, and that's the big uh, stick they hold over you with the carrot. So the question is, uh, will the state of Florida, Governor, uh, lose any funding for dropping of the Common Core? I don't think we're going to lose any. I mean, the president is opposed to Common Core, um, and I think our standards uh, will be much higher in many respects, but I think it'll be uh, standards that are more reflective of what the folks are looking for, and I think it'll be more geared towards um, you know, knowledge uh, rather than just maybe teaching to a test. Teaching to a test. And the other thing is, I remember when dealing with reading, writing, arithmetic, Algebra, geometry. The important thing was, and now today you got to be very careful because there are so many electronic calculating devices. You can kind of get get to the answer and not know how, you know, the calculations work. So I'm very I'm very sensitive to that. But I'm also sensitive to the fact that Common Core in some of these areas, <coughs> it didn't matter if if a student got the right answer. They had to demonstrate step by step by step how they got there. And some of this was this new, you know, the new teaching protocol. And in some instances, it was just nuts, just nuts. So there's a balance there. I think our students need to understand the pre-electronic aid uh, process uh, in their in their basic education, but let's face it. Let's take Google, Bing, Duck. You know, do you really have to memorize and know everything that you used to know? Because today, whatever you don't know, what does it take you if you live in a major area that's got a few cell phone towers and uh, they've got the ability, uh, you know, to do the internet? It's a matter of seconds. It's a matter of seconds. And so as we uh, as we look at uh, this um, very interesting, and of course, with everything else, um, it's in the details. It is in the details of what will roll out, and I can tell you that that is going to be uh, a major uh, tug back and forth between the left and the right as uh, uh, these new... Um, um, protocols are going to be rolled out 877-943-9673 that's 877-943-9673 
Well, let's keep it to right here in Florida. Uh, next up, how about medical marijuana? Now, you know, the governor had a press conference. We brought you excerpts of that uh, a week or two ago. So when where John Morgan was at his side. And part of that uh, press conference was that the governor uh, did not have any issues as far as medical marijuana was uh, concerned. Had no um, issues whatsoever about the smoking of medical marijuana, especially for those that are in stage cancer, et cetera, et cetera. Well, um, both the Speaker of the House and the President of the Senate uh, were together. And uh, neither one of them are very excited about expanding the medical marijuana amendment and legislation beyond the utilization of the CDB or the oils of the cannabis plant. Now, they, um, excuse me one second, they um, attributed that. They attributed that by feeling that if that was rolled out under the auspices of medical marijuana, it would be greatly abused. <clears throat> it would be almost de facto um, recreational marijuana. So, um, it might not be happening uh, so so soon because um, with the legislature now, there's a lot of different opinions on how this should be rolled out um, before uh, this becomes uh, the policy here uh, in the state of Florida. So keep an eye on that because that is going to be uh, somewhat of a touchy subject. So um, marijuana users uh, for medical purposes may not be lighting up as quick now, believe me, <coughs> legislature fails to act on the smoking marijuana. John Morgan, well, who has a lot of deep resources, he's going to put a tremendous pressure on the legislature uh, to act, um, or probably by not the legislature, but then he'll probably be filing lawsuits and probably have one of those judges in Tallahassee, Leon County, who tend to be uh, on the left side of issues, <laughs> and they're going to be um, the ones that could probably move to overturn the law. But remember that now we have a conservative Florida Supreme Court, and since DeSantis has uh, appointed three conservative members there, there's a clear majority, and uh, we are now uh, awaiting uh, the first of these type of issues to get to the state supreme court to see how that new court is going to be ruling no doubt that that court is going to be uh definitely positioned uh, more to the right than where the previous court's majority uh, found itself phone lines are open 877-943-9673 that's 877-943-9673 Bill Bunkley here reminding you that we'll still have that Tony Dungy book to give away. And all you have to do is uh, give us a call and be able to pick it up here at the station. And it is the last signed book that we'll be giving away. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Stowing away the time. Are you gathering up the tea? Have you had enough of mine? Are you really? 
Whether you're taking care of clients, kids, a husband, or all of the above, sometimes you just need a night to care for yourself. Faith Talk presents Ladies Night Out, Thursday, March 14th at Bell Shoals Baptist, featuring Christian comedian and speaker Amberly Neese. I was voted most spirited at my high school. I was also voted most likely to shave my head and stand in an airport and pass out daisies. Food trucks will be on hand early. You'll enjoy a chocolate fountain, dessert, photo booth, and shopping at our Ladies' Night Expo. And most of all, encouragement and laughter with Amberly Neese. I'll be in the middle of worship. God is so good. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, who claps like this except cheerleaders? Mm-mm-mm. Don't miss Faith Talk's Ladies' Night Out with Amberly Neese. Thursday, March 14th at Bell Shoals Baptist Church in Brandon. Last year's event sold out fast, so get your tickets today. $5 when you sign up for the Faith Talk Fan Club. Details at letstalkfaith.com. Hospitality is a laying down of your life. It's a sacrifice so that the hand of the stranger can be put into the hand of the Savior. It's, it's bridge work. When you invite others into your home, it's not about your gift of hospitality. This is Focus on the Family Minute, and Dr. Rosaria Butterfield offers her perspective. The last thing you want is somebody to ask you for a recipe at the end of the night. You want them to ask you if they could have some follow-up time to pray about something that we, we just talked about. So, so giftedness is a bereft concept. It leads to this false idea that you are going to, through your giftedness, disciple people into the kingdom of God. God forbid. Real converts happen because God steps in and changes your heart of stone and gives you a heart of flesh. More about hospitality at FamilyMinute.org. Is it time to replace your home's carpet or flooring? Call Sears Flooring to get shop-at-home convenience you can trust. Sears Flooring brings the showroom to you with a wide range of carpet, tile, hardwood, and laminate. And if you call right now, you'll save 20%. Call for a free in-home consultation at 1-888-491-3939. Sears Flooring has many styles to match your home and your budget. Your new flooring will be precisely installed and your satisfaction is guaranteed. So call Sears Flooring right now and save 20%. Call 1-888-491-3939. Offer ends soon. Not available in all areas. Installation provided by Sears Authorized Licensed Contractors. License information available upon request. Call Sears Flooring. You'll save 20% if you call now. Call 1-888-491-3939. That's 1-888-491-3939. Sears. Relive the glory days of the Great American Road Trip on the Great American Road as Travel Cats presents a once-in-a-lifetime guided tour of the legendary Route 66. This luxury motor coach tour takes you from Illinois to the California coast. Experience classic Route 66 museums and roadside diners, the Painted Desert, and much more. Only 50 seats are available for this very special Route 66 road trip coming in June. Details at TravelCats.com. That's TravelKATZ.com. Weekday mornings at 9. Don't miss Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. The good news is that Jesus Christ, God's Son, came to us when we could not come to God. And He gave Himself. He offered Himself up on the cross for our sins. Praise God for that. 
Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Buckley here, 877-943-9673. In Tampa, a federal magistrate, a judge, recommended that uh, Liberty Council's preliminary injunction be granted against a Tampa ordinance which prohibits licensed counselors from providing talk therapy to minors seeking to reduce or eliminate it or eliminate unwanted same-sex attractions, behaviors, or identity. CBN News is reporting that Liberty Council um, uh, represents Robert uh, Vazo and David Pickup, part of uh, the team at New Hearts Outreach Ministry, and, of course, their unnamed minor clients in this case. U.S. Magistrate Judge Amanda Sanson wrote in her detailed report and recommendation that the Tampa Ordinance 2017-47 should be enjoined because the plaintiffs demonstrated that the law violates each and every test of the First Amendment. The plaintiffs demonstrated that the ordinance is unconstitutional because it is, one, a content restriction that is not narrowly tailored, two, a viewpoint discrimination, three, unconstitutionally overbroad, four, a prior restraint, and five, unconstitutionally vague. The conservative advocacy group filed a lawsuit uh, in December of 2017 after the Tampa City Council voted unanimously to approve the ban. Therapists found to be in violation would be fined up to $1,000 while repeat offenders could face a $5,000 penalty. Liberty Council argued that the city never considered less less restrictive alternative means, such as voluntary versus non-voluntary counseling, informed consent, and talk therapy versus other uh, techniques. The counselors engage in talk therapy with those who voluntarily seek counsel and only with informed consent. The city representative who was there testified under oath that the officials had no idea, listen very carefully, had no idea between the different forms of counseling. Liberty Council presented evidence that so-called aversion therapy or electroshock has not been practiced for decades. The counselors only engage in talk therapy and the city admitted that talk therapy was banned under the ordinance. The magistrate's report and recommendation now goes before the federal district judge for final consideration. The city of Tampa, quote, has no authority to prohibit counselors from providing counsel which their clients seek. Our counseling uh, counseling clients engage in talk therapy, which is the common practice of counselors. Duh. This is well-reasoned opinion underscores the serious First Amendment violation of laws that dictate what a counselor and a client may discuss in the privacy of their counseling sessions, said Matt Staver, my close friend, founder and chairman of the Liberty Council, in their press release. The government has no business eavesdropping inside the counseling session between a 
counselor and a client. And, of course, Liberty Council right down the street from us here uh, over in um, Lakeland, Polk County, is an international, also with offices in Washington, D.C., and Matt has uh, argued many cases before the U.S. Supreme Court and the Florida Supreme Court. But Liberty Council is an international nonprofit litigation, education, and policy organization dedicated to advancing religious freedom, the sanctity of life, and the family since 1989 by providing pro bono assistance and representation on these and other topics. Now, just a quick explanation. It is the magistrate, but uh, the way these things go, unless the magistrate had a a fairly strong inkling or opinion to the contrary, this order to put it on the temporary, uh, temporarily put it on hold, really indicates that she believes that Liberty Council's side of the argument would be accepted by the federal judge and, if appealed, uh, up to uh, the other uh, federal appellates. So we will watch and see how this um, plays out. And so keep in mind, we're not talking about December of 2018, like a month ago. This, This is litigation from a year and a month ago. And so we will watch this. I can tell you that uh, Matt Staver and company are very, very um, experienced at constitutional law, First Amendment rights, religious liberty. And so um, I am delighted that they are the ones that are handling this case. Well, we're going to be taking a time out going into the second hour. We have that Tony Dungy book still to give away. In the second hour, we're going to revisit uh, the absolutely bizarre, horrifying events coming out of Virginia. In case you haven't heard, a Virginia governor shockingly supports infanticide. And I think he, before becoming governor, was a pediatric neurosurgeon. That's scary. And then the bill sponsor said she didn't know what was in the bill. Didn't realize some of the things were happening, you know, abortion all the way up to birth. We'll talk about that as well. And um, we've got some more things to talk about during the second hour. Phone lines will be open, 877-943-9673. Well, for those of you on the answer stations, it's been my pleasure to be with you for this hour. We'll now have to leave you, but uh, reminding all that uh, the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is coming up. On um, Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM in Plant City and 102.1 in Lakeland. And I hope that uh, you'll flip on over if you're not there already. And I'll meet you on the other side. If you have a damaged windshield, keep your family safe with a premium quality replacement and a lifetime warranty from Autoglass America. If you have comprehensive insurance, we'll buy back your old windshield for up to $100 cash on the spot, come to you with free mobile service, and install a new premium quality windshield all at no cost to you. Be safe. Call today for fast claims processing. Remember, we turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. Autoglass America. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God hath commanded the light to shine out of darkness? Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com.
Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Negotiations over border security and avoiding another government shutdown are going on, but the leaders seem unwilling to compromise their positions. If House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's comments are true, whatever deal is worked out will not contain funding for a border wall. There's not going to be any wall money in the, in, the, in the legislation. While President Trump says the administration's already building sections of the wall because he knows a bipartisan congressional committee won't approve new money for construction. I'm not waiting for this committee. And I've told a lot of people I don't expect much coming out of the committee because I keep hearing the words that we'll give you what you want, but we're not going to give you a wall. And the problem is if they don't give us a wall, it doesn't work. City officials in the freezing cold upper Midwest are asking residents to keep their home temperatures at 65 degrees or lower to conserve energy. In Michigan, Consumers Energy CEO Patty Poppy says that record cold and a fire at a major natural gas facility is forcing them to ask customers to lower their thermostats until Friday. We were prepared for these extremes. However, we could not overcome the failure of our uh, equipment as a result of the fire at our largest storage and delivery facility. The frigid conditions cancel more flights and the number of deaths blamed on the cold climbed to 13. A federal appeals court on Thursday blocked a San Francisco law requiring health warnings on advertisements for soda and other sugary drinks in a victory for beverage and retail groups that sued to block the ordinance. The law violates constitutionally protected commercial speech, the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals said in a unanimous ruling. The judges granted a preliminary injunction that prevents the ordinance from taking effect and kicked the case back to a lower court. The judges wrote that the required warnings offend plaintiffs' First Amendment rights by chilling protected speech. On Wall Street, a mixed day as the Dow was down by 15 points, but the Nasdaq rose 99, the S&P advanced 23, oil down to 53.79 a barrel. More at townhall.com. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-664-0310. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-664-0310 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-664-0310. President Trump continues to dispute the assessment of global threats from top U.S. His national security chiefs believe the Iran nuclear deal is working, but he disagrees. I think Iran is a threat. I think it's a very big threat. And while the intelligence bosses doubt North Korea's commitment to getting rid of its nuclear weapons, the president says otherwise. Now there's no missile testing. There's no rocket testing. There's no nuclear testing. On Wednesday, he tweeted that the intelligence officials should go back to school. Greg Clugston, the White House. A drug company has expanded a voluntary recall of infant ibuprofen because it may contain overly high concentrations of the drug. Tris Pharma says the concentration can be as high as 10% above the specified limit. 
The affected brands include CVS Health and Equate and are sold at Walmart, CVS, and Family Dollar stores. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. The U.S. has called for other permanent members of the United Nations Security Council to adhere to the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty. The U.S. Under Secretary for Arms Control, Andrea Thompson, says the U.S. complies with arms treaties, including the INF agreement. We uh, maintain open to dialogue. Uh, the, the door is, is open. We'll have a meeting again today. Uh, so the United States has not closed the door on that. But again, we're here to uphold the standards of arms control regimes. U.K. Security Chief Philip Barton says Russia is responsible for the potential breakdown of the intermediate-range nuclear forces treaty between the U.S. and Russia. It's very clear to the U.K. that the reason why it hangs by a thread is because Russia for some time now has been in breach of that agreement. Thompson says some countries are violating non-proliferation and developing new weapons programs beside Russia, including Iran and possibly North Korea. More on these stories at townhall.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open. In Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free, 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Bill Bunkley here back for the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, we are honored to have you with us here today. And uh, it is um, quite a busy news day. And during this hour, the, the civil war over morality, the civil war over <clears throat> just common sense and decency, uh, has taken yet another turn since yesterday. We're going to be talking about a subject that might be, uh, again, a little too sensitive for the very young youngsters that uh, may be in the car because we are going to be uh, further discussing this this horrendous bill uh, that was heard in the Virginia Delegate House and... Um, Two very, very bizarre turns in that case. One has to do with the bill sponsor today. The other has to do with the governor of Virginia. Very disturbing indeed. Very, very extreme. Very, very militant left. Now what we're going to do is, um, I think it makes more sense. The governor got himself in the trouble yesterday uh, on a radio show and today the sponsor of the bill has done a 180 I don't think it makes sense to to carry the stories to talk about the stories in a chronological sense so 
Um, this is a back-to-back two-part discussion. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. We do have uh, the Tony Dungy book to give away sometime during this hour, so keep listening. The last one, the last signed copy. So um, stand by for that, and we'll let you know when to call in. But um, this is this is very, very, very serious developments. And for some of you, you may not have an idea how quickly your values are being undermined in this country. I'm talking about common decency. Yesterday, if you were part of our program, part of our family listening in, you know that I made it very clear that the New York law that was signed with cheering by the governor of New York allowing a unborn baby to have its life snuffed out effectively all the way up to a minute before birth, which would require one of those late partial birth abortion procedures. Because remember, notwithstanding what I'm going to share with you in the second part of this story from the governor of Virginia, if, a, if an unborn baby slips out and is born, that baby then is a person and you cannot terminate that life. Now, Mr. Gosnell didn't follow that and, and, and witnesses, that's why he got into serious trouble. But wait till you hear what the Virginia governor said. And I think he's a pediatric neurologist or something. I mean, he, he is he is a doctor of children in a specialty. Unbelievable. So let's get started. 877-943-9673. Let's start with uh, something that I don't buy at all. Alex Pappas reporting for uh, Fox News. Get this, the Democratic co-sponsor of that Virginia abortion bill that would repeal the restrictions on third trimester abortions, she's apologizing today to her constituents for supporting that piece of legislation. She goes on to say the unthinkable. She did not read the bill. She did not know how far it went. Can I be honest with you? I've got too much experience in the process. I don't buy that for one skinny minute. These are difficult bills to move. They are difficult bills to oppose. You've got to know what certain legal terms really mean, like a woman's health can mean you can drive a bus through that. All the doctor or doctors have to say, well, it's a matter of her health. They don't even have to be specific. Boom. Abortion. Completed. Now, in a moment, I'll get to Virginia Governor Ralph Northam. Unbelievable, because he's he's in the hot seat probably more than she is, because he suggested— And it's on audio tape. He did this on a radio station. Who knows how many thousands of people were listening yesterday. 
that a, a baby, a baby could come out of the birth canal and be born and could be killed after the baby exited the birth canal. My friends, that is infanticide. We're not even talking about a slippery slope. We're talking about a dangerous cliff. And maybe it is good that this so-called physician said what he said, because it ought to be a huge wake-up call, especially to conservatives, social conservatives, and men and women like many of you and myself with the Christian worldview. Now, Delegate Dawn Adams. Now, she's not the sponsor. Delegate Kathy Tran is the primary sponsor. She's hanging in. But get this. One of the co-sponsors is Dawn Adams of Richmond, Virginia. Richmond, Virginia. We're not even talking about the more liberal areas up near and in the Beltway. She said she didn't fully understand the bill when she signed on as a co-sponsor. She said in an email to her constituents, and I'm quoting, by now you have heard about the abortion bill or seen the video. I vaguely, vaguely, I vaguely remember signing on to this. And I did this in solidarity with my colleague as a symbol, symbolic gesture for a woman's right to choose, close quote. Ma'am, there's a whole lot more than symbolism right here. She goes on to tell her constituents she did not know what was in the legislation before adding her name to it. I did not read a bill. I agreed to co-patron, and that wasn't smart or typical. I think I'd have some more harsher words to that. This is a life or death bill concerning a mom and a baby. And you don't have the time to read it before co-sponsoring it? I hope there's 10 people already lined up to run against her. And I hope they start campaigning today and tomorrow. She added, I am sorry that I did not exercise due diligence before this explosion of attention. Had I done so, I would have not co-patroned. Of course, when you're in public life, you're in a lot of situations where if you knew what you knew today on how you got attacked, you either do it way differently or you might decide not to move it along at all. She said she thought it only, only reversed onerous abortion regulations implemented by Republicans in 2012 and didn't realize it sought to do much more. The bill was tabled in committee earlier this week. It would remove a number of restrictions currently in place regarding late-term abortions. Restrictions that should be there for late-term abortions. Right now in Virginia, you've got to have three separate physicians certify that this 
horrendous third trimester abortion is necessary, listen very closely, to prevent the woman's death or impairment of her physical, mental or physical health. It's a judgment call by the doctors. It's called an exception clause. And though it sounds reasonable, those of you who are lawyers or work with legislation know this is this is this is the boilerplate ma- language you can you can drive a Mack t- a Mack truck through. The only reasonable thing is that three different doctors have to be in agreement. Not one, not two, not three. And remember, we're talking uh, up to 40 weeks. The bill sponsor, Delegate Tran, sparked outrage from conservatives when she was asked at a hearing if a woman about to give birth and dilating could still request an abortion. She said, my bill would allow that, yes. Now, she's put a video out on social media today saying that, quote, she was really surprised by the line of questioning that I got in the hearing. Are you kidding me? You did not think you were going to get that line of questioning? We just had a very public instance of this in New York. And Rhode Island has just filed the same bill. And you think you were just going to get a pass like, you know, a voice vote, no debate, no questions. Well, here's what she said. I want to be very clear about what's currently allowed in Virginia law. Right now, women are able to access an abortion in the later stages of pregnancy under certain conditions with the approval of medical doctors. Doctors, plural, I want to point out. I've done nothing to change that. Well, she's not telling the truth. When you read the language of the bill, only one doctor has to sign off. And before you had to do this in the hospital, the procedure now, it can be done outside the hospital. Now, just think that through for a minute. Think that through for a minute. And your local abortion clinics. Now, if that isn't bizarre enough, by the way, phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. In fact, let me do this. Unbelievable. We have one delegate who is proud and on point for this sort of barbary, including no narrow defining of the type of mental health issues, no narrow defining of serious medical issues, no narrow defining of medical conditions that would come under this leading to death. No. It's a license. It's a license to just do an abortion in the third semester. And if they could get this through and have it not be signed by three doctors in a hospital setting, but to be done at abortion clinic and only the abortion clinic doctor has to sign off on it. Do you see where, what, what the real, what the real goal and motive here is? My friends, if you don't think we're in a civil war of values, Please come out from under the rock. And I hope that we are in the state of Florida and here in central Florida in this audience. 
You may well be pro-choice. You may well be pro-life. I would hope that we're all on the same page about this. Unbelievable. And these type of moves need to be stopped. Everywhere and anywhere they pop up around the country. And if you forget what this is all about, go back and, and Google Dr. Gosnell. Or, or better yet, go go get the movie. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And we have college professors today who believe way after birth you can take a child's life if they're an inconvenience. And he is the chair of a prestigious Ivy League school. 877-943-9673. I know I probably stunned you this afternoon, but you can join the conversation. When we come back, if these two ladies aren't enough to just send you over the top, wait till you... Wait till you hear, if you haven't, about the chief executive officer of Virginia. If you thought it couldn't get worse, think again. That's next on the Bill Bunkley Show. Haunted by ghosts that lived in my past. Bound up in shackles of all my fears. At the CMA Foundation, we believe every child should have the access and opportunity to participate in quality music programs. Music education isn't just important if you're going to make it your career. It helps boost student engagement and achievement across all academic subjects and helps children develop the abilities that set them up for lifelong success. Music has always been a huge part of my life. When I started taking clarinet lessons in sixth grade band, a whole world was open to me. I learned how to read music and play multiple instruments. From there, I sang in choir and learned about melodies and harmonies and chords and how to string them together to make this beautiful thing called music. The music education that I received as a student set me up for success as an adult, not just in my career, but in my life. Music is transformative, and I want to ensure that it's never silenced. Learn how you can help support music education at itstartswithme.org. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. 
insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. C.S. Lewis is coming to Tampa. I befriended Hugo Dyson and J.R.R. Tolkien, both Christians. Oh, these queer people were popping up on every side. Award-winning actor Max McLean portrays C.S. Lewis on stage in The Most Reluctant Convert. Oh, I was beginning to think that Christianity was quite sensible, apart from its Christianity. Theater Mania calls McLean's Lewis an uncannily spot-on performance. The Chicago Sun-Times says it's bristling, provocative, highly entertaining. The New Yorker described Lewis's fiercely considered intellect as intriguing company. And the Weekly Standard writes C.S. Lewis on stage delivers something truly novel in modern theater. A story about an immensely creative mind arriving at the threshold of faith. See the play the Washington Post called Hugely Moving. C.S. Lewis on stage, the most reluctant convert, coming February 16th and 17th to Strass Center in Tampa. Great deals for groups. Visit cslewisonstage.com for more info. Saturday afternoons at 4.30. Join Pastor John Couch for This Day in the Word. He blesses those who diligently, they are focused. They got missile lock. They're dialed in. They're going after God who seek him, who run hard after him, who love him, who live for him. This Day in the Word with Pastor John Couch. Saturday afternoons at 4.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Bunkley here on this Thursday afternoon looking out of the window of our studios here in the West Shore area. Seems as if the wind has really picked up since I arrived here uh, uh, mid-afternoon. So that's pretty interesting, and that's probably going to help usher in some moderate temperatures over the next few days. So enjoy it while you can. I tell you what, Mike, let's just, uh, this is such a macabre subject, morbid subject. Uh, I'm going to talk about a pediatric neurosurgeon who happens to be governor of Virginia and uh, wait till you get his, his take on this code word infanticide. But uh, let's go ahead and lighten it up because we, we love Tony Dungy and he and Nathan Whitaker have uh, written a new book. This one is a fictional book. It is uh, entitled the soul of a teen. Uh, It's a new book with a fictional story of a team that is located in Orlando, Florida. But they are seeking some counsel and help from Coach Tony Dungy for a better way to accomplish their goals. And in that process, individually and as a team and the coach, they are looking for and trying to get into their own souls to understand them. And, you know, great teamwork doesn't happen overnight. The true soul of a team, and again, I'm, I keep saying this because you might be catching this for the first time. I'm not talking about 
the soul of football cleans. I'm talking about in in your heart, in your body. It's built over time, and great teamwork will make you more successful at work and sports, at church, even at home. So let's go with number four. Caller number four at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. This is our last promotional copy. This is our last autograph copy. This is your last opportunity, and uh, you need to pick it up here at our studios on Laurel Street in the West Shore area. Caller number four, we've got a great read. And you know what? Over Super Bowl weekend, this would be a nice read to have next to the chair, commercials, some time off as you're getting ready for the big game on Sunday. Be a great one to have on your coffee table or on your shelf. 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. If it's busy or uh, you're in too early, Mike will tell you, hop on the phone and call back. That's caller number 4, 877-943-9673. Well, let's turn now to the governor of Virginia. Uh Governor Northam is a uh, he's with the Democratic Party, and uh, he has uh, certainly meshed himself into this because he quickly came out and uh, told the media that he supports the bill. And uh, I'm going to tell you some of his comments, but he is refusing to back down from some of those comments. Now, I want you to listen to this quote. I think that was from today. Uh, He tweeted from Ralph Northam. Now, I want you to listen to this and then balance this with what he said. This is a baby doctor, a child doctor. A pediatric doctor. He said in his tweet, I have devoted my life to caring for children, and any insinuation otherwise is shameful and disgusting. You know, God, I believe, gives me insight from time to time, and I've dealt with controversies, I've dealt with cover-ups, I've dealt with spin, I've dealt with the language dealing with something, and... More often than not, when you when you get a quote from somebody that's in the line of fire, their choice of words is sometimes interesting. Here we have two words, shameful and disgusting. Talk about a blind spot in the governor and the pediatric doctor. Because I would say the shame and the disgust originated with you, Governor, far before you're calling out anybody who is questioning your medical integrity to children. U.S. Senator Ben Sass from Nebraska, a very, very dependable pro-life senator. He said, and I quote, Governor, What's shameful is that you're too cowardly to say point blank that it's wrong 
to leave babies to die after birth. That is the definition of infanticide. Senator Sass goes on to say, you could have said that yesterday, but because you're terrified of an extremist pro-abortion lobby that now defends even infanticide, you're still ducking. Close quote. The governor was on WTOP radio yesterday. He was scheduled there to talk about the something called the Repeal Act. So here we have this f- former pediatric neurologist. Just glad that he didn't come within 100 miles of my son in his career. On the radio, he was asked about the sponsor's comments. And he said he couldn't speak for the sponsor of the bill, Delegate Tran, but said that third trimester abortions are done, quote, with the consent of obviously the mother, with the consent of the physician, multiple physicians, by the way, and it's done in cases where there may be severe deformities or there may be a fetus that's not viable. So he goes on to say about this particular example, based on the legislation that uh, certainly is causing all of this uh, uproar. He said on the radio, so in this particular example, if a mother is in labor, I can tell you exactly what would happen. The infant would be delivered, Northam said. He goes on to say, and I quote, listen very carefully. The infant would be kept comfortable. Oh, well, thank you for that, Governor. Thank you for that. The infant would be resuscitated if that's what the mother and the family desired. This is the key line. Remember, the baby has been born has been resuscitated, this baby is alive, and under law, once a baby comes out of the birth canal, it's not a fetus. It's not an unborn baby. It is a baby with personhood rights. But after the baby is resuscitated, Then a discussion would ensue between the physicians and the mother. Governor, there are no discussions that should be had at that point, whether this baby lives or this baby is terminated by the abortion doctor. This is a human life. Ask Mr. Gosnell. You have a baby that's born, breathing, viable, whatever you want to describe the baby you kill that you kill that baby five minutes later it is murder and we're not talking about you know trying to exaggerate the term for for um theatrical uh, effect here on the show no it's murder 
Now, there is a gray area. Fox News points this out, that the intent of his comments are a little vague. But I tell you, I I line up with uh, some of the conservative uh, commentators as well as other lawmakers to mean that the governor was discussing the possibility of letting a newborn die, and that is infanticide. Once the baby comes out, that's a human life, and everything should be done by the doctor to preserve that life. Now, I want to tell you, I agree with President, uh, Vice President Pence. I hope, I, the reason why I'm taking so much time on this, man, I hope this is a big wake-up call. President said, Vice President said this is not a moment to be silent. This is not a time to be too busy to circle back on the sanctity of life. And by the way, that's from birth to natural death. Very important. Very important, the sanctity of life. And the Lord knows the future and knows the struggles we're going to have moving forward. Because... All of this craziness, all of this horrific behavior is going to foreshadow the returning of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because there will come a day, not only with events in the Middle East, that enough is enough is enough. By the way, just kind of throwing something else that I'm sure will aggravate you. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. By the way, he wants to run for the presidency. And the reason why New York did what they did, make no mistake about it, this is not about babies' lives. This is about politics. The rabid left of this country, that's where the Democratic Party has moved to. That's why you have Howard Schultz, CEO of Starbucks, who's liberal, who's a Democrat, says he's considering running for president as a centrist independent party (laughs) because the Democratic Party has just, man, they've just taken a wild left and, man, they're going 200 miles down the highway. So if you're going to want to run for president and be the nominee against Donald Trump, I I guess you're going to have to be as, as out there on the left as one can possibly be, and that platform is going to horrify the rest of the nation is not out there on that left plank. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo certainly wants to run for president. He's got gazillions of money to do it. But get this, last week he directed the One World Trade Center and a lot of the other iconic New York City Manhattan landmarks to be lit in pink. Tuesday to celebrate the passage of the Reproductive Health Act. Now, I want to be clear. I think most of my audience knows that I absolutely support any effort in the fight against cancer. I certainly support any efforts in the fight against breast cancer, ovarian cancer, women's cancer. 
But I must tell you, because of the other implications of pink, whether it's the NFL, baseball, whatever it is, I don't participate in pink to demonstrate my support for cancer research. And this is a good reason why. How it gets used from time to time. So New York is celebrating by lighting up our important architectural monuments and achievements for killing babies all the way up to birth, lighting them up pink of what they call the Reproductive Health Act. I bet you you could come up with a a different title that more adequately demonstrates and explains what the legislation really is. And by the way, under the New York legislation, you don't even have to be a doctor to do an abortion. You can be a PA in a Planned Parent abortion clinic in New York and do the abortion. And they can be done all the way up to the mother's due date. If the woman's health is endangered or if the fetus is not viable. Again, the health option is solely up to the medical staff. Previously in New York, abortions allowed after 24 weeks of pregnancy were only allowed if a woman's life was at risk. What a world. Amen? I mean, what a world. Going to take a break. 877-943-9673. Are you too stunned to uh, share your thoughts? I mean, when you get back to the sponsor, the co-sponsor, I don't know what was in it, the governor... Baby's born, then we'll decide what to do. And that's a person as a pediatric neurosurgeon. He should he knows. And that's why he can't backtrack. That's why he won't take back the comments. Disgusting. 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. This is the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. A U.S. official says the United States is ready to deliver humanitarian aid to Venezuela whenever and however is decided by Juan Guaido, the head of the opposition-controlled Congress who is challenging President Nicolas Maduro. The senior U.S. official says Maduro is the only obstacle to delivering medicine, food, and other basic goods which are all on extremely short supply in Venezuela because of a devastating economic crunch. President Trump says unity will be the theme of his State of the Union address next week. He also says he respects Stacey Abrams, who will give the Democratic response. Mr. Trump told reporters Thursday that he's familiar with Abrams from the 2018 Georgia governor's race, which she lost to Republican Brian Kemp. 
Mr. Trump says, I hope she does a good job. I respect her. He says his speech next Tuesday will be sweeping, but part of it is going to be unity. More details at srnnews.com. Can solid teamwork building principles apply to all of life? Here's Pro Football Hall of Fame coach Tony Dungy, author of The Soul of a Team. You may wonder what separates the truly great teams from the mediocre ones. It basically boils down to four simple yet highly effective principles. Selflessness, ownership, unity, and larger purpose, which together forms what I like to call the soul of a team. In all my years of coaching and working with teams, both athletic and corporate, I've yet to encounter a successful team that doesn't practice these principles. Simply put, a team that has soul can and will accomplish far more than one that doesn't. It's what gives a team its identity, its focus, its drive, and its sense of being. It's what inspires individual members to do their best and to come together as one to achieve something as a group that wouldn't be possible by any one person. In my book, I use the fictional football team to illustrate the principles of soul, but I can assure you that these principles will hold true for any business, nonprofit, church, or any other type of organization. The key is getting everyone on your team to commit. Changemakers can exist at any level. The point is, your position, title, or personality type doesn't matter. It makes no difference whether you're a CEO or an administrative assistant. As Coach Noel also used to say, everybody is important, even when you think you might not be. Great leaders set the standard, model excellence, and hold others accountable. And that needs to happen at every level for a team to be successful in the long haul. Consider how to strengthen your own team by embracing selflessness, ownership, and unity to achieve a larger purpose and to use soul as a benchmark to help you get back on course if your team falters. Tony Dungy, best-selling author of The Soul of a Team from Tyndale House. More at CoachDungy.com. If you'd like a smartphone that's really smart, download the OnePlace.com app, the app that will inspire your faith daily and provide answers to the biggest questions of all. OnePlace lets you download your favorite pastor's programs and listen even offline or in airplane mode with easy connections to your Bluetooth speaker or dashboard. To download your free OnePlace app, visit the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store for your Android device and search for OnePlace. That's one place. Saturday mornings at 8. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. If there's a mortgage still on it, then he owns uh, one half subject to the mortgage. If you pay the mortgage off and you want to be compensated for that, then just get him to sign a new mortgage or a promissory note to you so there's some, some proof that he owes you the money. Okay. I appreciate that. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. What if I could tell you that a full-blown wildfire was going to occur tomorrow right where you live? Tell you exactly which neighborhoods it would engulf and how fast it would do it. The first thing you would do is talk with your loved ones and make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a wildfire will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you make a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. There's a war between guilt and grace. And they're fighting for a sacred space. But I'm living through grace wins every time. Yeah. 
Bill Buckley, we're back, and maybe you are struggling this afternoon with that war that's going on inside your soul, inside your consciousness. Grace or guilt? I want to tell you that right now, Jesus Christ is prepared to meet you at your point of need. Get your Bible in hand, get your get your Google search in hand, and uh, lay it out before the Lord. Because I guarantee you, if you uh, confess to him and um, give your allegiance to him, he will turn that guilt into a positive by his grace. Amen? Amen. 877-943-9673. We've got Teresa that is uh, standing by. Teresa's in Tampa. And Teresa, welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show. Thank you very much, sir. How are you? I'm uh, I'm hanging in. How about you? <laughs> I'm, no, I am blessed, sir. Thank but you. my question is about the abortion thing. Um, let's say a woman finds out or becomes pregnant in January. So she delivers in September, nine months later. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she goes to the doctor in April, finds out she's four months pregnant. She's on welfare. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. She's on welfare, so she's going to get free bus passes to go back and forth to the to the doctor she's going to get prenatal pills she's going to get extra nutrition from ebt and things like that and then in september you know the baby she's going through labor and she decides you know i've already got five kids i don't want the sixth one anymore so let's just kill it so we have taken care of this woman for nine months given her extra who is going to pay for that the taxpayers and people, you know, who are not concerned about this, it's like, oh, it doesn't matter. It's well, it's their right. It's, it's their choice. But you know, it's coming out of your pocket. Well, that is one dynamic of this uh, entire situation. Uh, uh, Teresa, up is down, and down is up. It, it's just when you look at even a situation like that, where there's been loving and caring, and I can tell you. There are uh, many uh, crisis pregnancy centers who, uh, if she as she began to have those doubts later on, they would pull up alongside of her. They would counsel her. And if there's uh, five children, she feels overwhelmed. I can tell you there are people waiting right now uh, who would love to uh, adopt that baby. And so uh, in America, we're not talking about a third world country yet. But to your point, uh, there are many ways that this woman will be taken care of, even past the government assistance, and that baby does not have to be eliminated. That baby can be given the life, and uh, everybody, to me, it's a win-win situation all around. But this idea, and I'm just going to say it, uh, for men and women, you know, the, 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 the sexual unrevolution that has rolled out in this country uh, with all the pr- promiscuity that's going on, and then pregnancies come along, and then pregnancies are eliminated because it's inconvenience. Uh, that's at the root of, of how we have lost our soul in so many aspects of the country long before today. And it's up to us to continue to do what we've been doing for years because more and more people are becoming pro-life when they see the facts. So you're absolutely right. But uh, if you were just listening to the left, you'd get a whole different story. Correct. Um, I work with a couple of millennials, and they seem to think that babies are just more disposable than diapers. It's like, just get rid of it. They're going to get in the way of my life. 
Exactly. I'm not going to do and, and you know what? I don't care if I have two or three abortions. I'm not going to have children. If it happens, it's just a medical deal. I'm going to get rid of them and move on. Mm-hmm. Morally, well. morally deficit. And unfortunately, um, it's not just one or two millennials. Uh, it is um, it is epidemic in that, yeah, the, in that age group. The 60s, yes. <laughs> from the 1960s, and they're still fighting for this. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Oh. Well, look at this. Uh, how much... How much money do we spend on STDs with public health? Uh, How much money do we spend for AIDS? Now, I'm all for helping people no matter what, but when you talk about just the medical costs, this risky behavior, not only could be a life and death situation, especially now with some of the ovarian diseases and and those type of things, but, I mean, it's as if, uh, you know, we just got an unlimited well of money and, uh, you know, whatever you need, you need. No, by the way, when it's all over with, if you don't want to be inconvenienced, we got a plan for that, too. Right. And I'm saying this is I think it's God's warning. It's like, hey, look, look what you're doing, people. As you said, ovarian cancer and other cancers, breast cancer and things like that. It's like it may all fall on the woman, female, but it's we're pushing the limit. We're pushing the envelope. And um so God's going to be coming in pretty soon, I hope. Well, remember this. The Word says, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. Every means every. There's a lot of folks that are flying high in this pleasure-centered culture that we live in America where we have everything. But one day there's going to be an accounting and I would not want to be one of those persons having studied the scriptures, studied prophecies, understanding where we're at in the timeline. I would not want to be one of those people who never accepted Jesus Christ, never uh, walked away from these very irresponsible practices, and one day would have to know that you're going to face them. Mm-hmm. Do I have 30 more seconds? Yes, you do. Okay. I had three daughters. And I, I was a disciplinarian, and uh, my girls are very good. They're all adults now and all. But I told them, I said, I will forgive you anything except an abortion. I said, you will not kill my grandchild. Well, as my 19, she, my daughter turned 19, and we got her a little apartment with her 18-year-old sister, you know, right down the block from us. Yes. Well, after a year, she told me, she goes, Mom, I had an abortion. Mm. I was devastated, mm. but what really hurt me was that I wasn't there for her because mm. I, I told her, I said, you know, don't come to me. And then she tells me that this happened. So we cried together and we confessed and we got on our knees. And to this day, she's now 42 years old and infertile and she wants children. I'm just saying, I'm just giving the facts. That's what happened. And you know, but like, and you know, she was probably counseled, well, let's do this. You don't have to tell your mom. We'll arrange everything. And once it's over, it's over. You can just move on. Many women cannot just move on after an abortion. There are there are psychological, there's just other things that go into this. And uh, I would bet you because that's what they tell the young the young women, don't worry about it. What's our little secret? I got one minute. Yeah. And I have a hard break, but I'll let you have the last couple of seconds. Oh, no, you go ahead. Thank you very much. I'm all done. Thank you so much for your transparency, Teresa. Thanks for being part <laughs> no. of our family. 
Okay, thank you, and God bless. That is heartfelt. And I can tell you what, you heard what happened. She gave her children, her daughters, the ultimatum. Don't ever do that. But when they did, what a picture of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Even though they did, there was grace, there was forgiveness, redemption, and reestablishment of a relationship. The picture of our relationship with Christ. Great testimony. Well, I'm out of time. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. Be back tomorrow with Movie Guide and Focus on the Family and a whole lot more. Until then, have a blessed evening. God bless and good night. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.